0: What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another edition of the DNBR Rams podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download it today. Use the promo code DNBR when you sign up. It's been a wild weekend of sports. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Obviously, a a couple of entertaining Final Four matchups on Saturday night. Congratulations to San Diego State representing the Mountain West well what an absurd run. I mean, that shot from Lamont Butler was absurd. My poor dog had no idea what was going on. I absolutely lost it. But that team is just so tough to go down the way that they did, to battle back, to really dictate the tempo and, and pace of the game, given the circumstances, was was really impressive because FAU was just not intimidated by them in the slightest. They came out firing offensively. And honestly, that game could not have gone more differently than what I expected going in, but San Diego State still managed to pull it out. Really would love to see them pull off the national title. I don't believe CSU benefits monetarily from that anymore. The shares stop after the Final Four, but regardless of how obnoxious their fans can be, in particular the show at times, I really like Brian Dutcher. I like this team a lot. I have the utmost respect for them. and ultimately. It's still good for the league. I mean, think about CSU and how close they came to beating San Diego State twice this season. They had them in the ropes. They should have beat them in Fort Collins before that game went to overtime. They could have beat them at the Thomas and Mack Center in the Mountain West Tournament. We've all known for years just how good this conference is, but now it's validation, and you can say for sure that you can compete at the highest level in this conference, and if they win the, the title, I think that's an advantage in recruiting for every coach in this conference. Even getting there is just being able to say, look, they did it. Why can't we? But we'll talk about that more throughout the week. Just wanted to say congratulations to the Aztecs. Congratulations to UConn as well. They're a machine. I'm not sure if San Diego State's going to be able to get through them. They're just at another level right now. They've been completely dominant all the way through. But hey, you never know. That's why you play the games. Uh, congratulations to LSU as well. I was pulling for Iowa most certainly, but man, what a performance from the Tigers, their athleticism, their their ability to penetrate that defense and to knock down shots. the The shot making on both sides was just incredible. Caitlin Clark, a 30 point performance after back to back 40 point performances, just absurd. Iowa definitely needs to hit the transfer portal hard and get some talent around her. Not that they weren't a good team, but just the difference in depth between Iowa and LSU was glaring. The last thing I'll say, though, before we move on to football is just that the Pearl Clutchers that were all up in arms over Angel Reese doing the John Cena, you can't see me at Caitlin Clark. Give it a rest. I mean, it's what we love about sports. It's what we love about Caitlin Clark, even, is the trash-talking, the attitude. That's basketball. It's good for the growth of the game. And if, if it were in the men's game, I just I don't think it would have drawn such a reaction. I will say Angel Reese, you know, at some point was probably doing a bit much there at the end, but that's who she is. I mean, she's unapologetic. It was an epic game. There was a lot of emotion. But having a little bit of attitude, having a little bit of swag, that's good for the growth of the game. What's not good for the growth of the game is just the officiating, man. I was a neutral observer, and I just thought it was terrible both ways. Like, yeah, I was pulling for Iowa, but it wasn't like I was emotionally in it. And even in the first quarter, there was just no flow. LSU got into a ton of early foul trouble, then late Caitlin Clark, and their, their five, who I'm drawing a, a blank on her name, But it just became a total ref show. And that's disappointing because there were just so many great plays in this game. Like I said earlier, really high-level shot-making, big-time performances from the stars on both sides. The Zebras didn't dictate the outcome or anything like that. LSU was tremendous. They most certainly earned victory. But just completely killing the flow of the game and calling ticky-tacky fouls both ways every 15 seconds, that's not good for the game. That's not going to make people want to stay tuned in. I'm sure there were people that just changed the channel. And when you have a transcendent star that literally is drawing interest from people that definitely would not be watching otherwise, having her pick up her fourth personal on just the softest technical you've ever seen. Like, what are we doing here, guys? It just, it was lame. It was lame. I'll leave it at that. But shout out LSU, epic performance, epic run. Not a fan of their coach, but I'm not going to get into that. I'm pretty sure she roots for Cruella DeVille in 101 Dalmatians, though. Anyways, let's play some audio from Jane Orvell after practice yesterday. First day in pads. We'll talk about some takeaways from the first couple of days, and then we will also play some more player audio because I was able to catch up with Clay Millen and Jack Howell. So just kind of give you uh, a variety of perspectives on how things are going up in Fort Collins. Real quick, though, we are in baseball season now. We've got the Natty coming up, which is exciting, but also disappointing because it means the end of college basketball. We've got NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, all kinds of action, and you can bet on all of it with our friends, our presenting sponsors, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Right now, you can place a NBA No Sweat SGP, which stands for Same Game Parlay. The more legs you add, the bigger your odds, the bigger your opportunity to win big. But what's really cool is if your bet doesn't hit, you can actually get your bet back up to $10. The opportunity to redeem yourself is just one of the many reasons that we love betting with our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. But for me, it just comes down to the variety and endless options that they offer every single day. They're putting out sweet odds boosts and different promotions. It really is a lot of fun. Just even scroll through the app. Download the app now. Sign up with that code DNVR. And remember, you can place a no-sweat SGP on the NBA up to $10. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
1: Uh, just uh, really happy to be out here. Uh, this is what we do. I mean, this is what we work all year for is to be out here and practice um, first day in pads we had officials out here you know a lot of stuff to clean up fall starts snaps on the ground uh, typical first day uh, when we have pads on but a lot of good carryover from the offseason and carryover from our meetings and starting to see some improvements some areas that we want you know really encouraged about our offensive line. The kids that we got in there are really uh, appreciative to be here, Uh, super attentive off the field, and uh, they're starting to get some chemistry together, which is exciting.
0: All right, that was Jay Norvell speaking with us yesterday. It was just a perfect Saturday afternoon up in Fort Collins. sun was shining, not too hot, but you got a little bit of breeze to keep you cool as well. There were a lot of people up on um, recruiting visits, which was great to see. I mean, it it could not have been a better day to represent what living in Fort Collins is like and just how perfect it is on a a day like that. I mean, definitely had me wishing I was still living up in FOCO, but I'm fortunate to be up there as much as I am. It looked like CSU picked up a couple of verbals. I know they distributed a couple of offers as well. I don't want to blow that for these kids. I'll allow them to announce it on their own terms. But we will talk about uh, more recruiting news over the next couple of days. The one thing I will say, though, is it's clear that CSU is establishing some real pipelines with various programs on the West Coast, uh, Lehigh High School in Utah as well. And I'm just continually impressed by the recruiting efforts of this staff to say they're doing significantly more than... Uh, Adazio's approach would be an understatement. As far as some takeaways go, I do again want to remind everyone that we have to take some of this with a grain of salt. Spring ball is not always a perfect representation of what the fall is going to look like, but we can obviously learn some stuff about this team. The depth of the offensive line certainly seems more encouraging. We kind of led with the audio of Jay Norvell there, and he talked about that. The attitude of the guys is great. The size is definitely significant. He mentioned Drew Moss and Oliver Jervis as a a couple of guys that have really stood out early. Both of those guys, multi-year starters, probably going to be in the mix to start this fall. He also shouted out Savion Henderson. So those three transfers, definitely guys to keep an eye on. All three making a strong impression early on. I'm not going to go super in-depth here because I'll play the audio of Clay Millen talking about it coming up. But he mentioned that he took a couple of sacks on Thursday and it was largely on him. He needed to get rid of the ball quicker, said he did a much better job of that on Saturday. In particular, though, he wanted to shout out the performance of the offensive line, mentioned that for the first day in pads, for them to be able to pick up the pressure that was being sent their way was was very encouraging. Again, it's early, but the O-line kind of got torched pretty consistently by the defensive line last year. The defensive line has a lot of talent, a lot of talent. We'll talk about that too. But I would say I'm cautiously optimistic about the state of the offensive line going in. They're going to have to stay much healthier than they did last year, but the overall depth top to bottom is, is certainly better. They're going to have more guys that they can kind of plug and play. The tough part last year was they never really got to establish the continuity anyways from the injuries. But then once those transfers went down, they just had, they had no depth. I mean, they had guys that just weren't prepared yet because they're too young. And it was just a really tough spot. You know, I don't know if CSU is ever going to be like Alabama where they're going three, four deep and you feel pretty good about the depth there. But just to be able to go too deep would be huge and not just be completely screwed if you lose one guy for a quarter or a game or whatever it may be. I still think the scrimmages will be the biggest test this spring, and again, we'll see you know who's in the starting lineup come August. That'll be a lot more important, but who ultimately starts in the spring game I think will be really interesting, and that's kind of something that I'm going to keep my eye on. Sticking with the offense, another position group where just looking at the sheer numbers they have out there and feeling – better about it. I got to point to wide receiver. I mean, it was bare bones by the end of the season last year with all those guys leaving in season. They had some walk-ons out there. I mean, they didn't even have enough guys to practice the way that they want to. But right now, the sophomores look really good. The timing seems to be there. You'll hear about that from Clay Millen as well. Silas Evans, freshman out of Denver, is a guy who I really think could play early. Electric athlete, But he's just so smooth out there, running routes, the way he catches. I mean, he really stands out for a guy that just got to campus. I'm expecting a a big jump in year two from Justice Ross Simmons, from Lewis Brown, from Makai Fox, all those sophomores. Honestly, though, the position group I think I'm most excited about right now is tight end because Dallin Holker, I think just right off the bat, is going to be such a big boost for this team when it comes to moving the sticks and just having a reliable option in the middle of the field. He's going to give this team another red zone threat. He had an awesome one-handed catch in the end zone today. From day one, you're just going to have a lot more stability at that position. And then with the athleticism that you have between Jordan Williams, who's put on some weight, and Vincent Brown, who came over from the College of DuPage, those are Cole Turner-type athletes. Guys that maybe aren't necessarily going to be quite as polished at playing the tight end position as Holker is right now just because of his experience. I mean, he's much older, but I could see situations where you just put someone like Vincent Brown on the field and go run a seam and get open and we're going to throw you a jump ball. The difference in size and athleticism from the pass catchers right now from when Norvell got into town is it's significant. and It makes sense. I mean, that's how he recruited at Nevada. It's why guys like Dante, Ty, you know, probably not quite as great a fits as as some of these other guys will be. So I'm going to play some audio here of Jay Norvell answering my question, talking about that position group and kind of what he's seen from them early on. Then we're going to play the interview that I had with Clay Millen and just kind of talking about where he's at, uh, what he learned about himself last year, uh, what kind of chemistry. He's been able to establish with the pass catchers, all of that. He's always a great interview. Appreciate him giving me some of his time. But if you have not heard, professional rugby has returned to Rugby Town USA as your hometown American Raptors have begun. It's six match homestand against the six South American rugby teams that make up the brand new Super Rugby America's competition. You can find their full schedule at AmericanRaptors.com. What's even better is my guy Colton Strickler has it all covered for you with the weekly DNVR Rugby Podcast. Hit that subscribe button. If you want to get a ticket, you can get that for free for the matches again over at AmericanRaptors.com. But make sure you're following my guy Colton Strickler at Colton Strickler on Twitter as well as DNVR underscore Rugby to keep up with the latest news. His 101 Rugby Podcasts are a great way if you want to get into the sport but maybe don't have... A ton of background knowledge. I certainly learned quite a bit. But tickets are just $10. Children under 12 are free. If you can't make it, you can watch all the American Raptors matches live on ESPN+. See you in Rugby Town, USA. Tight end is a position you wanted to get more production from. Brought in a couple of guys. How have they adjusted, and what are you seeing from that group?
1: Just I'm really, really excited about uh, Down Hoker. Just a mature kid really you know you know uh, you know just like we saw from Kelsey in the in the in the Super Bowl and the playoff run those tight ends that really have a feel inside can really be a, a, a safety blanket for the quarterback and he has that feel he has a feel to get open in, inside and in space and uh you know clay and him are starting to develop chemistry already really important Vince Brown is another guy six six tight end we got from college of DuPage He's just an exciting, athletic guy that can stretch the field. And then, you know, Jordan's a year better. You know, he's, he's been here. He's not a baby anymore. And so all three of those guys give us the, the prototype, but we are looking for a tight end. And, um, you know, we got to be able to attack the middle of the field. You know? you know, I said this before, you know, it takes talent to win outside, but it takes courage to catch the ball in between the hashes. And, and that's what we need. We need somebody to go in there and get the ball.
2: Day three, first day with pads. Yep. What has just been your assessment of how things have gone these first couple of days? Yeah, I think that today we did a really good job picking up blitzes. So today, you know, the pads were on. The defense is giving us all kind of all kinds of looks and blitzes today. And I think we did a really good job picking it up. And the offensive line they did a great job today. So I was really pleased with that. I think it was a lot better than Thursday. I think that Thursday I took a couple sacks, um, which is on me. So I think that. And today it was a lot better. The ball was coming out quicker, so I was really, I was really happy with that. Considering as the first day of pads and their blitz today. How's your timing with some of these new tight ends? Jay's talked about a couple of times. If-
0: just needing to attack the middle yep. of the field
2: more this year. Yeah, I feel really comfortable with all three of the, the tight ends we've got right now. I think Jordan Williams, you know, is coming back. He played as a true freshman last year, and um, he's got a lot of talent. He's going to be a guy that's going to be really good for us. He's still young, still learning, so I feel a lot more comfortable now in the spring after getting an entire season, getting all the player-run practices in the winter, and then Dallin too, he's a guy that comes in with experience. He comes from BYU. He's an older guy, so I'm really excited about him, too. And then Vince Brown, same thing. He's an older guy, so all those. Those, all three of those guys, I feel really comfortable from all that tight end room. I feel really good about them.
0: Were there moments maybe like early on last year where you mm-hmm. felt just kind of limited with where you could go with the football? Like obviously all those receivers left, then you have some freshmen that are maybe playing earlier than they should. Were there times where it was like, man, if Tory's not open, I don't know where we're
2: gonna go with it? I think it wasn't the fact that I felt limited. I think it was the fact that I didn't feel comfortable because we hadn't had those reps. I don't think they felt comfortable with yeah, me, that's what I, 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 yeah. and I didn't. I didn't feel comfortable with them. You know, I think I, I threw a lot of balls at Tori, obviously, um, so I felt really comfortable with him, and especially. When some of those other guys left, and then the true freshmen all got brought in, you know, I think I obviously had that comfort with Tori. as the season went on, I felt I started to feel way more comfortable with them. And I was throwing, I was throwing one-on-one balls to Justice that I wouldn't have thrown in the beginning of the season. So I think just as the season went on, I felt a lot more comfortable knowing where they're going to be, and they knew where I was going to put the ball. So I think that just this winter, this winter having all that work with them is going to make it even better for this spring. So I'm it's gotta feel like night and day then. Oh, yeah. I just, I mean, Lewis and mm-hmm. Justice and Mackay and all these guys just. Mm-hmm. That was such a tough spot
0: for you guys. Like, you put in all this work all spring, and then all these guys that you got these reps Mm and are now no longer on the team.
2: Yeah, all those guys, all the guys we have right now are really talented. So I think that just having all those reps now we've thrown to each other. The biggest thing with last year was just that we hadn't played together. Like, we were all just getting thrown in together into into college football games. And I think that now we've gotten all those reps, and I feel comfortable with all the guys I'm throwing to. So I'm really excited about that.
0: Not that it was, like, a a bad locker room or anything Mm -hmm.
2: early on last year, but... It, it just feels like more
0: connected yeah. right now, like everybody's on the same page. Would you agree yeah. with that? Oh,
2: definitely. I feel like we have a core of a team this year. I think that last year, you know, a lot of, there's some transfers, some Nevada guys came in, and, and a lot of guys, and you know, they're kind of just feeling out how they felt about the team. They were kind of, a lot of guys had the opportunity to redshirt and leave, and I think that that was kind of the vibe for at the end of the year. A lot of those guys were just kind of half in half out and I think that once after the fourth game you know I mean it was kind of rock bottom we lost to Sac State and uh, all those guys left and I think from there you know we lost there's some talented guys left too but I think that locker room was just so much closer and everyone that stayed was bought in so it made us a much better team because of that.
0: Statistically speaking
2: I mean you accomplished some
0: some pretty historical things last year just completion percentage Mm -hmm. how efficient you were
2: looking back on that kind of what did you learn about yourself that freshman year and kind of how are you trying to take it to the next level? Yeah, I mean, just watching back on the tape, I mean, I want to score points. You know, it's my job as a quarterback, I mean, we went 3-9 last year and we didn't score nearly enough points. So just looking back, I mean, I'm watching all those tapes and I'm learning how i got to be better because clearly I have to be better to score a lot of, a lot more points because it's offense we can You know, we've got a lot of talented guys now, so it's my job as a quarterback to score points and find ways to get the ball out. And I think that's been a big emphasis, eliminating sacks, because if we can do that, I think we can be really good offense. So that's on me to get the ball out quicker find ways to just get guys completions and that'll be the biggest thing. It's just eliminating negative plays and um, I got to score points at the end of the day. Last thing I want to ask you is just, how good is this defense? I mean, you going to turn eight starters, yeah.
0: O came back, Chiggy's back, yeah. Howell's back.
2: They got a lot of dudes. Yeah, I yeah, know, I'm really excited about it because we get a lot of practices, practices against arguably the best defense in our conference. So all those guys, you know, they're giving us a great look every single day. So it's a great opportunity for our offense to go against a great defense every single day and get better against them.
0: All right, y'all. Big thank you to Clay Millen, as well as Jane Orvell for giving me a little bit of their time after Saturday's practice, along with Jack Howell. Um, GameTime is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Have you ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could, 50-yard line, courtside, maybe behind home plate? It's possible with the Game Time app, the biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you never thought you could buy. You will not find a better deal this summer on Rockies tickets, on Nuggets tickets, you name it, than you will with GameTime. It was created by the fans for the fans, and they guarantee the lowest price. If you love DNVR, then you'll love GameTime, and the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the podcast description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the GameTime app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. All right, y'all. Before we get out of here, I just wanted to say that the whole vibe around the program feels very positive at the moment. The results need to come, obviously. But the impression that I get is that the belief is that this team is really close to turning the corner, and it feels genuine. Obviously, they're going to say the right things. That's how this always works. Anybody that follows sports understands it. There's the cliches, you know, working hard, get to it. But it feels genuine. There's difference between just saying it and being able to, you know, feel it when you're around the team, when you're watching them work and the talent, the athleticism that's there. But I just think the biggest thing for this group is the continuity, the fact that they were able to bring their entire staff back, the fact that they were able to bring the majority of their starters back on both sides of the football. I mean, defensively, I think they have a potential to be historically good. Their depth in the defensive line is just insane. And it's not just the starters. Obviously, Mo is gonna be just a game breaker, but you see the growth that Grady Kelly has made. Cam Baratow. I'm hearing good things about James Mitchell and Nuer Gatois and DeAndre Gill. I mean, just the athleticism that they're gonna have at edge and in the interior. It's it's absurd. They look really athletic in the back end. I, I love those safeties. Howell and Blackburn. And Hector, just such a nasty trio. Chiggy had off-season surgery, so he's not working this spring, but he'll be fine by August. Some of those transfers that they brought in at corner look good. just uh, from, or Ron Harge, I should say, from um, Oregon State. I've heard good things about Terrell Grayson. I'm just really excited about the direction of this team, and I really think the continuity factor is is going to be really big. Jack Howell talked about how huge it is for him not having to learn another new system and being able to come into this spring focused on basically becoming an expert of his craft and not only knowing what the defensive backs are doing, but the defensive line and the linebacker and really becoming a true field general out there, the type of guy that he's going to need to be if he wants to make it to the NFL. And I certainly think he has the ability, but just the comfort level from right now to last year, it's night and day. And we're seeing it with the way this group is working right now. Again, I know it's early. Got plenty of time before we're playing snaps that actually count. But I just think the continuity is going to be huge. And I'm really excited about the direction of this program. I think the vibe in that program is good. Hopefully big things are coming. Because I know the, the players that have been around here for a couple years, guys like Jack Henry, they're sick of losing. So that's all I've got for today. We'll be talking about the national championship. We'll be talking more spring ball. I've got some articles that'll be coming out over the next couple of days. Appreciate all of you for supporting the content, all your kind words online, all that fun stuff. Hope you enjoyed the sunshine. Much love. Peace.